Hey, I'm Dr. T, and this is That's Totally Normal, a podcast dedicated to explaining what's happening to your body during puberty. On this episode, body odor. All right, in seventh grade, I had to take shop class. I don't remember anything that I built or learned in that class, but I do remember the lecture our teacher gave us on the very first day. He said, everybody, you've got to start wearing deodorant. If you smell, I'm going to take you in the hallway and tell you that you smell. We'll call your parents and tell them to go buy you deodorant. We all must have squirmed and laughed awkwardly, but he meant business. The point of this totally random story is that my shop teacher had decades of experience with 12, 13, and 14 year olds, which meant that he had plenty of years of inhaling sawdust and funky puberty smells. That's prime time for body odor to peak, and most of us don't even know it. He also wasn't afraid to address a situation that most of us shy away from. But it happens, and it's a natural part of puberty. Which brings us to our question of the day. I have bad body odor, but should I be concerned about the smell? Concerned? No. Confused? Certainly. Some people find that despite their best efforts, they still seem to exude a strong scent. So what exactly is the cause of this very strange phenomenon? After genetics, that's right, your parents are partially to blame. Body odor is a combination of bacteria and hormones. I just get sweaty when I'm thinking really hard. In my high school, like the girls and boys locker rooms are right next to each other. I walk past the boys locker rooms that whiff of body spray like and it's like do like some of these people like just use axe body spray as like a replacement for showers we spent a fair amount of time in the previous episode covering adrenarche which is one of the big processes of puberty adrenarche begins when your adrenal glands which are little glands that sit on top of your kidneys start releasing androgens which are a big class of steroid hormones The androgens released from your adrenal glands are specifically called adrenal androgens, and they contribute to the development of pubic hair, acne, and, you guessed it, body odor. They're kind of like the sprinkles on your puberty sundae. Now, we can't talk about body odor and where it comes from without talking about sweat glands. Think about the last time you worked up a sweat. You probably noticed some moisture in your armpits, your forehead, your chest and back, your hands and feet, maybe your legs and your arms, basically anywhere and everywhere. And why do we sweat? I think what a lot of people don't realize is that like sweat is there as like a heat regulator. So it's that like you don't overheat. Like people don't realize that the reason why you sweat while you're working out is so that when you release like liquid, it cools you down because water cools you down has a low uh, boiling point. That's right. Temperature regulation. In very basic terms, through a process of transfer of heat, sweating and evaporation of that sweat takes some of the heat from your body and sends it off into the air, which keeps your body around a cool 98 degrees Fahrenheit or about 36 degrees Celsius. But not all sweat is created equal. Think back to that time when you were super sweaty. Did your palms smell like body odor or your forehead? Heck no, or at least I hope not. This is because humans actually have a few different types of sweat glands. 
For today's conversation, I'm going to talk about two, the non-stinky sweat glands and the stinky sweat glands. Non-stinky sweat glands are truly all over the outside of our bodies, everywhere except for our lips, our ears, and a few specific places in our private areas. These sweat glands are in the skin, but send sweat directly to the skin surface. They produce a type of sweat that is essentially water and salt, which you may have guessed if you ever licked your arm after exercising. Now compare these to stinky sweat glands. These are found mainly in the armpits, the groin, and the areola, which is the dark area around the nipples. Instead of sending sweat directly to the surface of the skin, stinky sweat glands are attached to the base of a hair follicle and produce a type of sweat that includes proteins, fat molecules, and steroids. When it's first produced, this sweat isn't stinky at all. However, we all have bacteria that lives on our skin. Good bacteria. And bacteria really like warm and moist places, like our armpits and groin. So when these sweat glands produce that special sweat, the bacteria eat it up and in doing so produce a funky smell. And there's your body odor. So how does all of this relate to puberty? Well, before puberty, stinky sweat glands are actually inactive, meaning they don't produce anything, which means bacteria have nothing to feast on. However, during adrenarche, the adrenal androgens find the stinky sweat glands and turn them on. This is why our body odor really kicks in during puberty and why it can often seem really smelly. Your body is just adjusting to the surge in hormones and the bacteria are adjusting to their new source of nutrition. Adolescence is generally going to be the worst time for body odor due to these exact reasons. But as hormones level out after puberty, the odor will calm down as well. I guess what I'm saying is there's hope. Even the stinkiest of us improve with time. There's this emphasis that you're not supposed to smell like a human. You're supposed to smell like flowers and cupcakes and like you don't have to smell like that. So we just covered the what and the where of body odor. But some of you might be wondering, why do we have to smell at all? Well, it might have to do with the activation of stinky sweat glands. As we already discussed, they produce sweat when the body needs to cool down, but they also produce sweat when the body is aroused, like sexually aroused. I know it seems like body odor would not be beneficial in these situations, but that's actually not entirely true. Mammals, including us humans, produce pheromones, which is a fancy term to describe a body odor that other members of our species can sense and be attracted to. Think of it as a natural perfume or cologne. When we're feeling romantic interest in another human, our stinky sweat glands think, it's go time, let's put out our best stench. And at what point in our lives do these romantic feelings really pick up? During puberty. So whether we want to admit it or not, this whole process kind of makes perfect sense, right? I feel like I smell bad. Last year in my class, I was always kind of self-conscious about everything. <laughs> relating to puberty so but nothing really in terms of smelling bad I don't wear deodorant which is which I just scrub my armpits in the shower for extra long <laughs> even though I just told you that body odor has its benefits it's still totally natural to want to keep it under control I mean no one wants to stink right here are a few ways that you can keep your skin healthy 
and keep that lovely smell in check. First, bathing regularly and not excessively can be very good for the skin, sweat, and body odor. Even if you don't have time for a full shower after a workout, wiping your armpits can help get rid of some of that stinky waste that the bacteria have created in there. Second, wear clothes that allow your armpits and private area to breathe, especially when you're exercising. Cotton and mesh are going to be the best materials to keep air circulating and help minimize the production of stinky sweat. Third, choose an effective deodorant. Now, it's worth breaking down a couple of terms here so that you know exactly what you're looking for. Products marked as deodorant aim to deodorize, or basically cover up your body odor. But deodorants will not necessarily stop sweat. There are other products called antiperspirants, perspiration's a fancy word for sweat, that help control the amount of sweat that you produce. Deodorants and antiperspirants are sometimes sold as separate products, but can also be sold as combination products. Whichever you prefer is totally up to you. So what if you've listened to this entire episode and are thinking, yeah, but I don't smell? Well, guess what? You do. Maybe it's just a little, but everyone has an odor. Ever walk into your house and smell a fresh batch of cookies? It can smell so good when you get that first whiff. But why then, 10 minutes later, are you less aware of that delicious aroma? It's because your nose gets used to the smell. Or rather, your brain gets used to the smell. The nose has nerves that sense smells all around you, new and old. When you walk into your house, the nerves in your nose send signals to your brain saying, ooh, cookies. But in order to be prepared for even newer smells, your brain kind of hits the reset button after a few minutes. Okay, cookie smell is the new norm. Be alert for different and strange smells. This is also how your nose and brain process your own smell. And after years of smelling yourself, your brain has definitely already hit the reset button. So you can smell yourself, but you just aren't aware of it. So why don't we end on a positive note? Body odor stinks, but those same sweat glands may be responsible for drawing in your next romantic interest. Before we go, I wanna thank you all for listening to That's Totally Normal. If you ever have any questions for me, submit them via my website, on Seeker's social media, or write to us at that's totally normal at seeker.com. Remember, everything is completely anonymous, which means we won't use your name on the show. However, if you are really concerned about something going on or think you need medical attention, please talk to a doctor, a parent, or an adult you feel safe talking to. If you enjoyed this episode, please make sure to rate it. And if you want to hear more episodes like this, don't forget to hit subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. I want to thank Noah, Lucy, and Matilda for sharing their thoughts on today's topics. Amaze takes the awkward out of sex ed. Real info in fun, animated videos that give you all the answers you actually want to know about sex, your body, and relationships. Visit amaze.org for videos on puberty, sexual orientation, gender identity, healthy relationships, and more. That's Totally Normal is a podcast created by Seeker and Trax. The show is hosted and written by me, Dr. Tessa Commers. Emily Feld is our producer. Caroline Roth, Brian Simagala, and Matt Morales are our Seeker producers. Our editor and sound designer is John Ross. Our executive producers are Brett Kushner and Brian Pendergast. Thanks for listening.
Support for Tracks comes from the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. This is Tracks from PRX.